Hi there, it's Caitlin here. Our mission is to help middle school ELA teachers take back their time outside of the classroom by providing them with engaging lessons, planning framework, and support so that they can become the best version of themselves, both inside and outside of the classroom. So if you think you might be ready to try something new because you know you simply cannot continue the way that you have been, then I'd invite you to take a moment to check out the EB Writing Program or the EB Teachers Club by visiting the links in the description of the podcast. We hope you continue to support you inside one of our programs. And in the meantime, we'll see you back here on the podcast each week. All right, teachers, we are very excited for this bonus series that we just put together. It is all about chat GPT. Jessica, when I say chat GPT, how do you feel? Like what's your immediate gut reaction? Love it. And now it's weird, but like, can't imagine not having it. It's so quickly you like depend on it. And now I'm like, how did I do things before it? (laughs) It took you a whole heck of a lot longer before, right? To do. Oh my gosh. Yes. I use chat GPT every day, you guys. And I was just telling Caitlin, my mom is now a chat GPT user. She had never heard of it a few days ago. And now she's like, this is so cool. We created her account. She's like in there messing around with it. It's just so fun. It is the best thing. And it's interesting because we hosted a test prep workshop a couple of weeks ago and we were talking about chat GPT with our teachers and they were like, wait, how are you using it? And we gave them some strategies for how to utilize it while we were doing the workshop and work that would have taken them, I don't know, probably a couple hours ended up taking like, I would say five minutes mm-hmm. max. Like it's, it's unbelievable. Yeah. I think that's the perfect word. It's unbelievable. Yes. These brilliant minds behind it. So if you've been feeling resistance to chat GBT, right? Because I think when it like first came on the scene, the resistance around it was, well, my students are going to use it to write their essays or to do their homework. And like, how am I actually going to know that they're doing it and not chat GBT? And so there was a lot of like this negativity around it and we don't want chat GBT and blah, blah. And what we started to realize is, oh my gosh, how beneficial is chat GPT going to be for teachers in the classroom? Forget about students. We can deal with that separately, right? But how can we harness the power of this incredible technology to make teachers' lives easier? And that's what this three-part bonus series on the podcast is going to be all about. And I'm so excited um, to dive into this with you. Jess, before we start, is there anything else that you want to add to what I just said at all? Uh, Maybe just be open to these ideas. If at first you're like, nah, no, I don't even want to give it a try. Like consider why you're thinking that and perhaps just go experiment with it. And you might find like your teaching is forever changed and you're so glad you did it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So let's dive into this first episode. This one is going to be all about using chat GPT to come up with quality discussion questions. So I, I think I love this one the most. I'm going to be a little bit partial to it because I remember when I first started creating, you know, novel studies myself, the amount of time that I would spend trying to come up with discussion questions on my own or searching for them online was obscene, like just absolutely crazy. And so if you have found yourself kind of in that similar position where you've spent your prep periods or your Sunday afternoons or your weeknights, let's talk about weeknights at like 1030 at night trying to come up with thought-provoking questions for, I don't know, a chapter 11 discussion of the hatchet, right? Or you're like Googling good essay prompts, right? For X, Y, and Z during your, you know, third period, right? Before you're about to go teach. Like, I don't know if that's been any of you, but it is like frantic and also very, very challenging to find quality discussion questions that are asking our students to use evidence that are, you know, asking them to come up with claims and all of the stuff that we suggest that your students do here at EB academics. 
And that struggle is real. Like that is a legitimate struggle for teachers and it's a time consuming struggle, right? And so, while yes, it would be really nice if your curriculum came with good go-to discussion questions and like everything was all buttoned up with awesome essay prompts. The reality is that nine times out of 10, like we got to create these because what comes with our curriculum, generally speaking, is not that great. Unless you're using EB Academics curriculum, just going to say that, just going to throw that out there. Um, We want to teach you how to work smarter, not harder in this capacity. So that's really where these three bonus episodes are going to dive into for you. Um, And this first one is going to be about creating those essential questions or quality discussion questions rather for your students. Um, But ChatGPT can help you do a litany of things, things like writing sample essays for you, or just kind of all kinds of things, you know, you never know. And it's all about the quality of the questions that we ask. You're going to say something. I am going to say something. I have not looked into this. So I'm just throwing this out there, but I went down the rabbit hole a little bit. Teachers are saying it will grade essays for you as well. You can give it your rubric and then it will take that rubric and grade it. Now, when I type in chat GPT, will you grade my essay? I messed with this yesterday. It says, I cannot do that. You need a human to do that, but I can offer suggestions on sentence structure and whether the evidence is good. And I was like, oh my God, mind blown. Okay. Throwing that out there. I love it. Who knows what it's going to be capable of in a month from right. now. future iterations oh, of it. Yeah. From now, you know, it's just incredible the way that the technology is moving along. So I'm going to pass it back to yeah. you. So, okay, here we are. We're getting all excited about this, but there might be some of you who are like, okay, I don't even know what chat GPT is. <laughs> right? Wait, hold on. I want to interrupt you for a second because that was me when we we're in like a little group of um, some of our friends who are business owners and they were talking about chat GPT. I'm like, what the heck is chat GPT and why are they talking about it and doing all of these things for them? It made zero sense to my brain. So I'm so glad that you're addressing this. Yes. So you're not alone. First of all, if you're like, I don't know what that is, but basically in like very simple terms, it's a large language model and it's trained by open AI or artificial intelligence. And it's capable of generating human like text. So like, think about that for a second. It can spit out human-like text and it can be used in like a whole bunch of different ways. One of our team members uses it to come up with recipes. She types into it what she has in her fridge and then it spits out a recipe she can make for dinner that night. Like, how cool is that? You can use it to plan a vacation. Like what are fun things to do in Hawaii or wherever you want to go? Like so many different ways. And then of course, in education, we know it can help students with their writing assignments. And Caitlin, you kind of brought this up earlier. Because I'm sure there are teachers who have heard of it and they may be like, nope, not interested. It freaks me out. It's just going to write my students' essays for me. Like they're just going to plagiarize everything. I won't know if they wrote it or some artificial intelligence robot wrote it. Like that's a totally different topic, right? And we can get into that maybe on a different episode. But for now, we are focusing on how you can embrace this tool, honestly, to make your whole life easier as a teacher and make your lesson planning prep so much more efficient. Yeah. And in fact, that's kind of what I was talking about at the beginning mm-hmm. is you know, how we were able to utilize this in our test prep workshop. So I just want to give you some like background around that. So with our EB Teachers Club members, we hosted you know the special workshop for them, and we were mapping out their plans for those weeks leading up to the state test. Okay, that was like the whole purpose of this test prep workshop, and the goal of this was to weave into their test review, or weave rather their test review into their existing curriculum. So it's like, how can we utilize what we're already doing, and then also prepare for the the state test, right? 
And so during the workshop, we were walking them through like a bunch of different ideas about how they could use ChatGPT. Like I talked about coming up with discussion questions or coming up with essay questions, or even coming up with like multiple choice questions where ChatGPT gives you, you know, questions and answers with multiple answers and will give you an answer key, right? You just have to know how to ask ChatGPT how to give you that information, um, which takes practice. But I want to share with you some of their feedback in case you are still feeling like, that resistance or that hesitancy to using this tool, because I think that their feedback might just kind of like propel you to the other side to actually give it a try. So Candy, one of our teachers wrote, or I think they wrote this right into mm-hmm. the comments section of the chat. Yeah. The, into the chat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Chat GPT. No, not into the chat GPT. Sorry. I just confused everybody. <laughs> into our Zoom chat. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so Candy said, she wrote into the chat. She said, my plan is made from when we return from spring break until state testing. And she said the chat GPT advice was a game changer. So she was able to plan for that huge chunk of time within, gosh, I don't even know how much work time did we end up giving our teachers, like maybe 30 minutes total of actual work time. So think about that. Harnessing the power of chat GPT to plan for a huge chunk of time of your class within 30 minutes. Like that's wild. That's absolutely insane. And then Tammy, who's one of our like original EV teachers club members, absolutely love Tammy. She goes, I'm excited about tomorrow. She said eighth grade will have a Socratic seminar to discuss the most dangerous game. And yes, I used chat GPT to help me come up with the questions. So she's going to have a Socratic seminar the next day. Chat GPT came up with the questions for her. She was able to do that. And I know she doesn't say it here, but like those discussion questions get spit out. I'm talking in a matter of seconds, seconds, seconds. Yes. Um, and I want to share one last one that might be our absolute favorite. One of our teachers said that website for creating questions, AKA chat GPT, she goes, how did I not know that it existed? I spend hours creating my own questions and now you have changed that forever. I can't thank you enough. So if you are like, okay, I'm going to give it a try. You've convinced me it might be a game changer. It's going to be side note. We want to dive into the first way that you can utilize chat GPT in your classroom. And that is like we mentioned, we're going to show you exactly how to do that to use this platform chat GPT to come up with quality discussion questions for your students. All right. So I want you to think about all the questions you come up with for novels, for short stories, for poems, for informational text articles, really for anything you read in class. You've got class discussion questions. You have Socratic seminar questions. You might be coming up with questions for a quiz, like so many different things. Like we said, this can take hours of your time each week, each month, especially if you're having those discussions or those quizzes, you know, after every few chapters of a novel. And you don't want just any old question, right? You want them to be critical thinking questions. You need to rely on evidence from the text. You want them to be, you know, interesting or engaging for your students. And that's a tall order. So like, of course, it's taking up a bunch of your time and your energy to come up with those questions. Well, like we said, with ChatGPT, honestly, all you do is simply type a command into the website and then it immediately generates questions for you. If you don't like what it suggests, you can tweak it. So I want to walk you through an example so you see what this looks like. So I want you to imagine you're trying to come up with some Socratic seminar or silent debate questions for the novel Refugee. So you log into ChatGPT, 
And if you don't have an account, like it's so easy, it's free to create one. Like I said, my mom did this today. So I feel like anyone can then. (laughs) And you type in the command, create five critical thinking questions about the novel Refugee. And immediately chat GPT just types back five questions. So here's one of them. When I typed this in, this is what it gave me. It said, how does the novel challenge the notion of national identity and what role does individual identity play in the story? So you look at that question and if you like it and you think, okay, that works for my students, then you're good to go. Like you have your first discussion question and you can, you know, look through the other four or whatever number you typed in and you have them in a matter of seconds. But if you're not satisfied with them, you're like, oh, I don't quite like these. Then you make a few adjustments and then you're all set. So if I had that same question I just shared with you, I might say, oh, you know what? That's a little tough for my students. I want to make it easier. So all I do in chat GPT is I say, make this question easier. I put a colon and then I copy that question. So now when I did that, I get back. How does the story examine each country and who each character is as a person? So if I like it, I can use that. If not, I can continue telling chat GPT to tweak it. I can say, write it at a fourth grade level, or I might say, use a specific vocabulary word in the question. Maybe I want my students to practice, you know, direction words for state testing or whatever it is. So I keep giving it the commands until I'm happy with chat GPT gives me back. And the coolest thing. Totally. It can also do like tone. So sometimes I'll be like, make this question sound funny. Mm-hmm. Or I'll say be snarky. <laughs> so like you can totally have fun with it and play around with it like however you want. Just the capabilities are endless. And I don't know about you, but I'm always kind of like strangely polite to chat GPT. I'm like, can you please mm-hmm. do question for? And I'm like, thank you. And I, it's like, I'm talking to a person, but it's artificial it's intelligence. <laughs> it's wild. Um, okay. So as an AI language model, right? Chat GPT is capable of adapting its response to the complexity of the questions it's re- it's receiving from you, right? It's really cool. And it is all about the types of questions that we ask and the way in which we ask those questions. So if you first start using it and you're like, uh, that's not really what I was hoping for, um, you can try again, right? With a different uh, approach, with a different thing. So what I want to do is I want to give you some tips on how you can ask these questions to really help you get like that desired level of difficulty and the response or whatever it is that you're going after. So something that you can do to ask chat GPT to make the text easier is you can ask specific questions that require a simple answer rather than like an open-ended question that requires a lot of explanation, which is the one that Jessica just shared with you as an example. You also can have, um, you know, avoid using technical terms or specific jargon that might not be totally familiar to the AI yet, (laughs) but I'm sure it will be at some point in the future. Um, You can also provide context for the question to help AI understand like what you're asking. So you can give AI background information. You can say, um, taking this information and you literally copy and paste whatever information it is into chat GPT, please formulate a question. You can even say, please formulate a question at a fourth grade reading level that has students, you know, examining X, whatever it might be. And it'll pop something back to you. And again, you can go back and be like, okay, that's too hard. Make adjustments here, whatever. 
You can also use it to make the text harder. So really we're in essence utilizing ChatGPT to differentiate for our students, right? We could give our students one, like the question that Jessica first started with, we could give them that question to our students who are more advanced and the students who need more support, we can give them that second question. They're still, you know, identifying the same things, using the same evidence, whatever, but the question's just different and ChatGPT came up with it for you, right? Like your life is so much easier. So to make the text harder, here are three different things that you can do. You can ask open-ended questions that require detailed and nuanced responses. You can have ChatGPT use complex language and syntax to challenge, okay, the model. You can also ask questions that require knowledge beyond the model's training data, such as questions about emerging technology or current events. Like it's really wild to see what this knows and something else that's cool, and I haven't tested this yet, and I don't know that if you have done this yet, Jessica, too, is you can train chat G- GPT to like understand you and your materials and your and your jargon. Do you get what I'm saying? So it's like, as an English teacher, we use certain words, right? Yes. Versus like, I don't know, my husband, who's a health benefits consultant. Sure. Do you get where I'm going so with this? I do. I, and I don't know if this is perfectly aligned with it, but a simple way I've been using it for stuff I'm working on for EB is... Like justification is a word we use a lot and maybe some other people don't. So I explain like, okay, by justification, I mean analysis or evaluation. And now in the answers I'm getting back from chat GPT, it's using justification. Yeah. So it's like so, we're teaching chat GPT how to adopt to our specific language. Right. It's learning yeah. my voice. kind yes, of. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Within your account. Right. Mm-hmm. That's yes. To you. Cause that would be different if, like you said, my husband logged in or my mom is using it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, so I do want to note that while ChatGPT is capable of adjusting its responses based on the question, it's still artificial intelligence, right? It still has its limitations. So it's not necessarily always going to produce exactly what you want in terms of level of difficulty. It might sometimes make mistakes or provide incorrect information. So like you always just kind of want to just double check that, right? If something seems off, you're like, mm. so what we suggest you do and the way that we suggest you look at utilizing chat GPT is as a brainstorming tool, right? It's not replacing you. It's not replacing us as humans yet. <laughs> right. I know. I was just thinking that um, <laughs> yet. However, it gives us that foundation for the text that we need, right? Or for whatever it is that we're working on that we can utilize and now make adjustments to or quite frankly, just use it as it's been given to us if it suits your needs. So if we look at it as a brainstorming tool, not something that's entirely replacing us or even our students, like students could be using this too in your classroom. Like we should train them how to utilize it effectively and safely and, you know, what sort of ethically, right? Um, so I, we just want you to consider it as as that, right? It's It's a brainstorming model. It's a brainstorming tool. That's going to make your life so much easier. So I actually want to give everybody an action item. Like whatever text you're reading right now with your students, just go to chat GPT and type into it. Come, please, 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 please come up with five discussion questions for whatever that text is and just see what it comes up with for you. Play around with it. You know, you know, this phrase, but the quality of our life is determined by the quality of the questions that we ask. So I would invite you to think about like, the quality of the responses I'm going to get from chat GPT are based on the quality of the questions that I'm asking this platform. So just something to think about. All right. So that's it for today's episode, all about discussion questions and coming up with uh, quality discussion questions. Next week, we'll be sharing a time-saving hack 
for getting ChatGPT to come up with all of your essay questions. So excited for that one. All right. Hopefully this served you guys. Jess, you have anything that you want to round it out with? Or are you just ready for next week? I think I'm ready for next week. Go do your action item, everyone. Yes, I love it. And when you do, send us a message on Instagram, or if you're an EV Teachers Club member or EV Writing Program member and you're listening to this episode, let us know in our Facebook group with all of our EV teachers, like how it's going for you, um, so that we can kind of start to get the, the ball rolling and really utilizing this technology to benefit us in our classrooms. All right, you guys have a great rest of your week. We'll see you next week on another bonus episode all about ChatGPT. See you guys soon. Hi, everyone.